Bible on the beach, absolutely beautiful day down here in Doheny. Just got some um, waves with my granddaughter uh, behind me. The water's 70. It's a beautiful day. Thanks so much for joining me today. We're going to be in Acts chapter uh, 28, verses 17 through 30. We're actually going to be wrapping up the book of Acts today. I'm really excited. We are completing this book. We're going to go into Ephesians next. Very excited about that. I do a uh, Bible on the beach where I live so that disciples can make disciples, so that churches can plant churches, so as many people as possible can come into God's family in every space and place all around the world uh, by providing them water uh, in Jesus' name. This simple approach started with three years ago. It's been awesome. It's 24 churches now, discipling about 800 people, produced almost 7,000 liters of water for people. Very, very exciting. Glad you can join us today. Now, Paul is wrapping up his journey that God sent him on really into so many different opportunities, different circumstances, different challenges. And we're going to wrap it up today. Pick it up in verse 17. It says, After three days, Paul called together all the prominent members of the Jewish community of Rome. When they had all assembled, Paul said to them, My fellow Jews, while I was in Jerusalem, I was handed over as a prisoner of the Romans for prosecution, even though I had done nothing against any of our people of our Jewish custom. After hearing my case, the Roman authorities wanted to release me since they found nothing that deserved a death sentence. <clears throat> when the Jews objected to this, I felt it necessary no, with no malice against them to appeal to Caesar. So what Paul was doing was he was protecting himself legally against the, the politicalness of this trial. A very shrewd move on his part. Um, and he said, this then is the reason I asked to speak to you so that I could explain these things. It is only because I believe in the hope of Israel that I'm in chains before you. Verse 21, they replied, we haven't received any letters from the Jews of Judea, nor has anyone come to us with a bad report about you. But we're anxious to hear you present your views regarding this Christian sect we've been hearing about from people everywhere are speaking against it. So they set a time to meet with Paul. On that day, an even greater crowd gathered that was where he was staying from morning until evening. Paul taught them, opening up the truths of God's kingdom. Paul was faithful to teach what Jesus had done in his life. Paul was faithful to teach the scriptures. That's what I try to do in my life, be faithful to the call of God in my life. God's made it very clear to me I'm supposed to pastor, I'm supposed to plant churches, I'm supposed to provide water. So I focus on those three things. There's a lot of noise in the world, a lot of problems in the world, a lot of opportunity in the world, but you have to align with the specific design that God has for you. You have to align with the specific calling that God has for you. For me, it's pastoring, planting churches, providing water. So I just align with those three P's and everything else. I tune out. Uh, I ignore I focus in on being successful in the things that God has asked me to do I encourage you to do the same get in a quiet place with God say God what do you want me to do and then focus in on it and you'll find your life so full and fun and fruitful when you focus on the calling that God has for you now Paul says <clears throat> some were converted others refused to believe they argued back and forth, still unable to agree amongst themselves. That's verse 25. Uh, and so you'll find this true in, in your calling. Uh, some will believe, some won't believe. You do it for those who will believe. You just stay focused on what God's asked you to do, what he's called you to do today. They were about to leave when Paul made one last statement to them. He said, the Holy Spirit stated, 
it is well when he spoke to your ancestors through the prophet Isaiah. I send you to this people to say to them, you will keep learning but not understanding. You will keep staring at truth but not perceiving. You see, some people's hearts are hard. They can't get it. They're too smart for their own good. It requires faith in God to follow God. For your hearts are hard and insensitive to me. You must be hard of hearing for you've closed your eyes so that you won't be troubled by the truth and you've covered your ears so that you won't have to listen and be pierced by what I say. For then you will have to respond and repent so that I can heal your hearts. You see, this is every time when I teach the word, I always say, God, give me the eyes to see, give me the ears to hear, give me the, the heart to feel what it is you want me to feel. We don't have a knowledge problem. We have a perception problem. We don't have an information problem. We have a heart problem. So we always want to come to God with the right posture and in the right spirit so that he can move in our lives and he can move through our lives. Paul prophetically declared um, to these people, he said, look, you don't want to listen to the word because you don't want to be accountable to it. That's like a lot of people in the world today. Uh, they don't want to really take God seriously because when you do, then you're responsible for the things that he's telling you to do with your life and you're responsible to follow the promptings of the Spirit. And a lot of people want to believe in God, but they don't really want to follow God. A lot of people want to feel God, but they don't really want to follow God. And so God is looking for the people that will yield their spirits to his Spirit, the Holy Spirit. In fact, a wise person says each and every day, Holy Spirit, I invite you now. Fill me. I want to follow you wherever you take me in my life each and every day. He says, so listen then, this wonderful salvation given by God is now being presented to the non-Jewish nations and they will believe and receive it. You see, God doesn't have favorites. God doesn't have favorite spaces, buildings, etc. He doesn't have favorite places, cities and states and countries. He doesn't have favorite races. God loves all spaces. God loves all places. God loves all all races and that's why he said that you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea Samaria to literally the utter ends of the earth I'm going to be with you everywhere that you go in your life last two verses of Acts says Paul lived more than two years in Rome in his own rented quarters welcoming all who came to visit Paul had a hospitality about him he had a spirit about him that was open to new people open to new experiences may we have that same hospitality and that same holiness in our own life he continued to proclaim to all the truths of god's kingdom realm teaching them about the lord jesus the anointed one speaking triumphantly and without any restriction paul had freedom of speech freedom of speech is the freedom to declare what god has put in your heart that's freedom of speech saying exactly what God wants you to say when he wants you to say it. That's freedom of speech. So this wraps up our journey through the book of Acts. We've gone through Matthew. We've gone through Acts. We'll be on to Ephesians next. So fun learning from God's word. So fun hearing from God every day. I hope that you'll allow room in your life each and every day for God to talk to you just say, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do today so that he can use you in your life every day? Thanks for watching Bible on the Beach. Until next time, have a beautiful day.